You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Uh oh, what's this? DC League. Oh, hang on, I gotta take a phone pets. call. Oh yeah, it looks like bad, bad, bad. I didn't know anything about this. These yeah, I was kind of into it until I realized like there's only one like crypto is the super pet and the rest are just a bunch of animals that happen to get superpowers by like an accident. It uh, wasn't like there's other pets. It seemed like, well, Ace, that kind of bummed me out. Ace is the best. Pet dog. <laughs> the most loyal yeah. for sure. Maybe I didn't see one. Maybe I just look, I, maybe I just kind of was watching it and then got bored with it and turned off it. But it looked like it just was random. I liked oh, yeah. it for a second though. It looked cool for a second. I liked the part when uh, crypto's trying to wake him up. I thought that because I have a dog that looks a lot like crypto and that's how she fucking wakes me up. So you're talking about the trailer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, where the I fuck were you watching? They had no, old cartoons, so I thought maybe you saw one of the older cartoons. No, no. I, mean, I just watched the trailer um, from the movie. That, uh... I'm sure Danny's going to like it, so I'll watch it. I'm sure I'm going to end up seeing it. Speedy sure. the squirrel. Is that actually their pet? Who? I don't think I've read any books where Flash had pets. Well, there was like a turtle who gets fast. I'm like, is that a, <laughs> is that like, I was like, is that a creature from the justice? Like, that's what I was like. Okay. Some of this is just fake. It'd be better They're just it randos. A, it'd be better if it was a mouse and he wore yeah. a yellow hat. Oh, there'd be a lawsuit. <laughs> Canceled. You didn't, um, have, you didn't have to be that Brown. Uh, uh, Mitch, Jesus. have you seen Ghostbusters? I have not. Right. <clears throat> I haven't seen shit, dude. I still haven't seen Eternals. Yeah, um, I haven't seen that either. I haven't seen Shang-Chi. Ooh, it's Man, good. All yeah. three of you are fucking up. Yeah. What? Why? Because of Eternals? Yeah, you guys haven't seen Eternals, and he hasn't seen Shang-Chi. And all yeah, of you I are screwed the pooch. Hey, he I went to a movie Eternals theater sucked, to see a movie, Jake. so I'm getting back. Screw the pooch. said that Eternals sucked, I thought. Nobody no, liked it. it. Yeah, it's just not like a Marvel movie. <clears throat> I, yeah, I agree. I like you it. said that you were going to personally find and kill anyone who went and saw the Eternals. Yeah. <laughs> I would listen never... in a minute. I kind of remember I'm an, that. I'm an idiot, but I know I didn't say that because Kumail's in it. I want Kumail to get paid. <coughs> oh, okay, yeah. Well, that makes sense. <coughs> yeah, I like the idea of there being a, a celestial that I've or a Eternal that I've smoked dope with in alleys. <laughs> hell yeah you're part of the fucking cinematic universe now jake oh, yeah dude shit. i'm tertiarily connected now. dude you you could take over uh uh what's his name's role in the deadpool universe pretty simp pretty quickly i think tj miller? <laughs> miller dude you got the curly hair you throw you could you've so been can, you're how do we measure Degrees I'll dress of, up like Cam Omelette. Yeah, dude, measure you degrees could totally of Jake do that, Jake. Seriously, that would fucking be awesome, man. Poor Cam. How weird would it be to have one of your buddies? That is so weird, dude. Your affectations to be in a movie. It is really. I, every time I watch it, and even if Jess is like random, I'm like, isn't that weird that he's playing Cam? It's just like so fuck. Because if you know the dude, yeah, it's just like. And I'm that sure most weird. actors that would be are doing so that. Weird. When they have to make big character choices, totally. I'm sure they're kind of picking and borrowing, but it's weird that we all know the guy. No, we know the guy, and that's totally him. It was just like, that's Cam. Like, fucking I, wow. But yeah, I'd be I into that. I'd also like to play uh, Seth Rogen's brother or anything. There you go. All right. I'd like to play the tick. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I'd watch that. Could you imagine what kind of meat house you'd be if they fucking put you in that kind of physical training? Mitch. Yes, I could. Yes, I could. Jesus. I'd be built like a brick shit house, buddy. 
Dude, you'd be terrifying. <clears throat> the guy you training with Stephen Amell. Fuck yeah, dude. You on the wrestling show. Just so, I could, so I could dude, say if, shit like, Vending Menace, we meet again. Has yeah. anybody watched that show, by the way? The wrestling show Stephen Amell did? No, no I don't. Know, but I've got it on my queue. Yeah, he's yeah. like the tag. I haven't watched it yet either. He's part of the tag team championship or something. I don't know. Yeah, CM Punk's in it, too. Oh, no yeah. shit. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. Oh, okay. Nathan likes it, and he's a... Uh, wrestling elitist so <laughs> i talked to nathan today nice. I, I wanted to talk to some wrestling stuff about him and uh also i was like hey hope you don't die of covid he's all good now baby i know yeah. i i i heard on on the pod he was just like i don't want all these people to fucking hit me up and ask how i'm doing and i was like all right well fuck us for giving a shit about you then pal well part of that <laughs> is he, ne- he never got that sick yeah, he wasn't oh, like yeah. Ricky Ricky Ramos, who just got yeah. out of the emergency room. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't even go into the emergency room, and I was still waking up most mornings like, fuck, really? I made it? Yeah, Ricky was like spitting up blood, and, like coughing up blood. Uh, no, I was doing that. Uh, My sister just told me if I went to the hospital, they were just going to watch me. So I yeah, was lucky that the, I... Yeah, he said that's all they made him much did, made him sit up, and they made him sit up, and they just watched him. Yeah, my him sister oxygen. was like... They're not going to do anything for you. So if you're comfortable at home, fucking stay at home until you can't breathe. Don't go to the hospital and the beds. They need the beds for people who can't fucking breathe. Right. And they, and they really, and they really did when I had it. So, but I'm lucky that I have a doctor sister. I can call and be like, Hey, this is what's happening to me now. Do I need (laughs) to go now? And she's like, like, no, you're fine. Doctor sister. yeah, it sounds like a CBS television show. Doctor Sister. Yeah, except it, sister if it was on return. CBS, it'd, it'd be about a black chick. It'd be Sister oh, Doctor. Yeah. Sister Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's I'm just... finding all sorts of kill shit in this fucking desk. I found a flipping coin. A flipping coin? Yeah. As Heads. opposed to a spending coin? Heads, you live. <laughs> Tails, we blow your goddamn head off. <laughs> oh, oh, we're recording, right? It's recording. Have any of you oh, like, started, watched started, The Long but... Halloween yet? Yeah! Ooh, I fucking no. loved it. Fuck, dude. It was so good. I don't think I'm We talked it. about it a few... I talked about it a little bit, but it was one of those, like, you guys seen this? No, is it? Yeah, I have, and it's good. Let's start. Let's start. Let's start it formally. We've evolved past this. Three, have two, we? one. Hello, and welcome again, everyone, to another episode of the Broadcast Geeks, episode number two thirty-five. If you're still counting, some of us are, some yes. of us aren't. But it's been uh, six years to the day since we released our first episode, so we're still here, Jesus. everybody. <laughs> six long, long years. We're so far your host, Jeff Albright. We have less listeners than when we did. When we started, goodwill we have negative. How do we? That we lost. We lost all the goodwill listeners. That's all right. <laughs> That's the sequel to Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jake Becker. Mad Oren. I'm Midnight Mitch Jones. What's up, Ooh, Jake? I want to address. You said we're we're past this. We're not. I love the no, intro. not not us. <laughs> the internet, the internet as podcast consumers are very past the intro. Oh, right. What do you mean? I, I mean, like most really successful podcasts, they just roll on 12 in. years ago. Just start. They don't. They well, don't do we're not. Way. We can't all be chubby behemoth and just start and media res and work backwards well, like no, Pulp Fiction. Well, no, but that's why we do it, too, is because that that has become the preferred way for them to start. Mm. Right. Right. I just figured you have to cut out like half of the shit Sam says. No, usually at the intro, no lie, I'm cutting out shit I said. 
<laughs> hey, all right, team. That sounds good. Well, because we start off really conversational, and then once they start to hit a lick, I shut the fuck up. And I don't want the episodes to be me heavy at all. But you're the third man. Yeah, but I'm the I'm the producer on the spot. I'm not I'm not one of the fellas. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I don't know. I like the intro because it kind of seems like a radio you know, show. It seems like a yeah. superhero thing, you yeah. know? Yeah. No, I I agree. I like it on all podcasts. I'm in the minority that likes the uh, the definition. There's nothing weirder than being on like a four hour drive and slipping from one podcast into the, another one and not realizing it for like 15 minutes because nothing was mentioned. Yeah. You don't know what episode you're on or you just say, what? Or like one guy's the same, like you luck out and the dude who was on the Scar Brothers podcast is also on, you know, Fitzsimmons podcast promoting the same shit. So then all of a sudden you're just driving like, wait, who, where'd the fucking Scar Brothers go? What's happening now? Who's, what's, okay. They did. <laughs> they did. They did. did. I, um, I love the intro. I don't know. It's just, I think it's fun. And I think it's, it maintains a, a sense of, uh, I don't know, possibly ironic professionalism. <laughs> very ironic i love it mm-hmm. every sense of professionalism i've ever done has been ironic yeah i'm i'm here here on that <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it all right well uh, i'd love to hear what people want to people want to know yeah who's watching a beatles documentary well do you guys still do right. i mean i don't obviously i'm online oh yeah 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 i'd love to talk that i've only done one episode because i'm trying to be the one show that we're sharing uh together where we're watching together uh but man the first episode was fucking phenomenal it, it is it's fucking tedious so it's the kind of thing that you it, can it like is. space space out viewing or watch it in 40 minute chunks because it's just there's no narrative you're just watching nope. what's happening you're just watching yeah but you finished the first episode i did like for like 15 minutes before george lost his shit the most politely any human being that does as much drugs <laughs> as he did ever oh, lost yeah. their shit yeah uh it's it's wild how politely they argue with each other like if politicians could be like the beatles everything would be getting done like their their arguments are fucking insane uh but yeah i was watching george for like 15 minutes just like man i don't know any better but he's either mad he can't do drugs on camera or he's mad he has to be there he looked pissed well yeah i think that at that point paul was just the dominant songwriter and was just like i'm gonna write this record we're gonna get this done i don't want to hear it uh he was already kind of in his mind you could tell he was especially when you get to later into the episode when you could see linda's there he was already in wings mode like you could see it yeah but i mean that's what that's what their contract was that's what that's what george says when you hear him in the background arguing is he was like, I have 20 songs and at the rate we're going, it'd take me 10 more years to get these all on our albums. Uh, yeah. And John's oh, just he like, he has to get these songs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cause they allowed him two songs an album. He was allowed to write two songs an album and it was, it's not just them. It's their contract with the record company before. Yeah. 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 Because George wasn't as strong of a writer and Ringo's not legally allowed shit. That's why every time he wrote a song, Lennon put his name on it. Yeah. That was part funny too. It's all the, that's they, I didn't never knew it was contractually had to be uh Lennon McCartney, even if yeah. it was a full McCartney song, even if it was a full Lennon, Lennon McCartney. Song. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. And that was, I think up until this album, that was the way it was. Maybe Abbey road. I think in Abbey road is when they started recording separately and Are tracking you- all their shit. Are you big Beatles fans? Yeah. Yeah, I always have been. Yeah. I mean, my my parents had all the records when I first could touch a record. I was putting them on. And then uh, 
just as a you know someone who worked at a record store called twist and shout totally <laughs> I, I, it's just part of the job man i, I just always thought, yeah yeah i loved everything they've ever done pretty much yeah they're they're fucking i don't know if i love everything they did but i love so much of what they did and they're just like man i can't imagine getting that much shit done by the time you're 28 years old yeah 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 i guess the achievement in that short period of time for what you know what they did it's insane it's funny because i actually am somewhat of an anglophile like i really enjoy british music uh and at least the ones that i do enjoy i enjoy immensely and i've never been huge into the beatles and just watching paul mccartney write get back in a moment just sing there like he just makes noises he'll just strum his bass that he tunes like a like a guitar and he'll just he'll just strum it for and then and he just mumbles these words incoherently and then he'll throw in a line and a name or something and then it becomes one of the greatest songs of all time and he just does it there's a point where like where like jake, like jake was talking george is so disinterested he just wants to either play his song or go do drugs and ringo's just ringo and they're sitting next to each other just like dumb and dumber looking at paul and he's writing get back and they're just kind of like and then they start to nod their heads a little bit and then all of a sudden you can see their eyes like open up like oh shit this dude is writing a fucking badass song it's it's so cool it's just it's it's like a fly in the wall is what it is the documentary it's really cool all right that's kind of cool. yeah and yeah. watching them jam out a song from fucking nothing to a nothing full song from in nothing. like four in like 14 minutes several times is it and, and then and get, and then getting a done version of a song we know and then being like, nah, nah, like, like they write get back as a protest song and like write it. There's all the lyrics in the fucking movie. And then they come back the next morning and Paul's like, nah, yeah. I want to do, do something else. The same song, but no, this know, is a show with actors portraying them. Yes. No, it's no. real. It's a, there was unused footage that was. Uh, yeah, ever, when, yeah. And Kevin, when they, they, when they or, shot I'm sorry. it, they let it go for 57 hours of video and like 130, 120 or 130 hours of audio so that's, recording. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So Jessica, and, who does films, they, like says George, the color work is amazing on it. Like what they oh, did yeah. with the film is like beautiful. She said they're going to, they should re- win an Oscar just for the colorful, like the, the work they've they done will. with the film, just yeah. the colorization. And well, and it's, it's, it's so beautifully done. It's old TV stock. It's not film stock either. It's only 16 millimeters. So it's really incredible what they did. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's badass. It's, you're just there. It's like you're just a, you're like the guy holding the camera. But for, for 10 hours wrong. watching them. Yeah, you, you're it's the video of the band breaking up. Yeah, it's nuts. So oh, when the best when it was are like when it was time to like release it back in the day, they said, fuck no. And they paid everyone to bury it. Yeah. Yep. They didn't and then I see it. And Paul, Paul and Ringo still own the rights, it's still under Apple. So they'd been burying it and it's the 50th anniversary. And Peter Jackson talked about it last night on J- Colbert. Jim. But uh, yeah, one of Michael the Jimmy's or Stephen Colbert. McCartney got he, it back. He bought the catalog. He didn't buy Apple Company, so he didn't get Apple. Yeah, films. right, right, right. He didn't get well, McCartney the, ended up getting that back the, as well. The Beatles owned their own tailor shop on Seville Row next to Apple Records called Apple Tailoring, tailoring that they still own. Like there's there's a bunch of LLCs under Apple that they own. Apple Music was what uh, Jackson bought out. And then, yeah, Paul got it back. That shit's so dirty, man. Fucking, that's that, like, oh, never mind. I shouldn't voice that opinion <laughs> about Michael Jackson and Paul. Yeah, that, that's what should have got his ass canceled way before he had a chance to diddle a kid. Was he right. fucking he robbed Paul <laughs> McCartney while Paul McCartney was trying to be his mentor? How the fuck, dude? Yeah, 
He asked Paul McCartney at a party, what is your number one piece of advice you could ever give me? And Paul McCartney said, buy catalogs, buy as many catalogs, people's catalogs as you can. And explain to him that like, I have to wait to get my catalog because Lennon died and it got complicated. Right. And Jackson turned around and like bought bought his catalog, overpaid for it and bought it outright. So it wouldn't go to auction. And they were making songs together and videos on MTV and shit at the time. (laughs) The girl is mine. And what was the other one? There were two of them. They were jams, man. <laughs> what was the one? They were like at a fair on the way to. Uh, oh, it was yeah. The, you remember that video? They yeah. Were like it's Robin terrible. Hood shit. Oh, the video was awful with the song rules. What man. was the song? I can't remember. The Girl Is Mine was a different one. That was just them sitting at a piano playing. Mm. Oh, oh, man. I can't remember the Robin Hood video. <laughs> <laughs> the video was so cheesy uh but i always love the song it comes on the radio now and i'm like turn that jam up yeah that's one of those songs what is the name of that song oh i don't know we'll get it oh man i'll, I'll look it up while you guys say, keep say, going. say yeah say say oh yeah say what, what you, you want. want that is a jam <laughs> there's a scene too in the movie where the uh documentary director has hidden a microphone in a flower pot when paul and john go to have like a really oh, serious shit. talk about george uh-huh. leaving the band yeah and it's fucking dope because it is it's them two having like a real having it out conversation not knowing that anyone's listening ever and again <laughs> how they go at each other's throats when they're fucking no one's watching they're the pol- most polite men i've ever heard oh yeah hmm. and they've been friends for a very long time ass, bro. Yeah, but I mean, like, when Harrison leaves, they're just, like, all getting up for lunch, and he's just like, all right, I think I'm done with the band then. Yeah, I'm done with the Beatles. Goodbye. And, and starts walking away, and they're like, what? And he's like, yeah, sit with the Beatles. No, I said, sod off, you fucking wankers. Well, it's yeah. funny, when they well, they come back to the next practice, and they're like, George left, okay, and John Lennon just starts noodling and jamming out on his guitar, like, don't need him anyway, I'm a better guitar player. I don't, I'm not saying he is, but I'm just saying... The first thing Lennon does when he hears George Lee's is just grabs his guitar and just starts just like fingering. I was like, whoa, dude, just showing like, we don't need it. We know what I mean. Just like, I can play these. I can play the solos. We don't need him. It's like, it was kind of disrespected. Oh, man. It's also Intense. really heartbreaking. They're all how, dead. Like, in his own head. They're not all dead. Two of them are alive. Well, not, <laughs> not McCartney. Yeah. I meant and the two Ringo's, I was talking about. Yeah. Ringo's the best because he was on Shining Time Station. I, yeah. I was more thinking in the scene, it's more, it's Yoko, Lennon, and them arguing about George. And it's just thinking about yeah. all of them being dead. Yeah. Yoko's dead, right? No. no I think he's alive. I thought she oh, died shit. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So now I'm like, what what are we in the Berenstain or the Berenstain verse? I guess it depends on when this episode gets released. Because I'm like, Yoko's <laughs> yeah, that's true. True, true. We are time travelers, motherfuckers. You might forget on some of you listeners. I believe We're in the is, she's alive. It's also really heartbreaking right, in 1968 right. to see shit. how much how much real estate and fucking George Harrison's head fucking uh Eric Clapton has. Yeah, it is. It's sad. It's really he hasn't sad. even publicly stolen his wife yet. Oh, see, I already thought it already happened, and it was kind of a cuck situation where he's still like, "No, he took my wife, but he can share noodle." No, dude, that shit hadn't even knees. happened yet. Yeah, Layla. So that's, so that's how inside of his own ass he was about how much better Clapton was at everything than him yeah, before he crazy. publicly stole his wife. Imagine he brings it up so dark. many times. I know, dude. Imagine how dark Harrison's life was when fucking. Oh man. Dark horse. Yeah. 
that's what I mean. It broke my heart to watch that and be like, As, man, yeah, already, it was sad. He already held himself to that candle, and then that dude ends up stealing Excuse his me. wife. What are the odds being that famous? I read a thing about George Harrison on Twitter the other day about in the 70s. At one point, John Cleese was uh, making a movie. I don't know. It was a Monty Python kind of thing, but it was going bankrupt. And he called George Harrison. Well, I don't know if it was the Holy Grail. It was a different movie. Maybe it was Holy Grail. It was the Holy Grail. Okay, I guess so, because George Harrison is in it, right? He's in the Holy Grail. Yeah. Yeah, and George Harrison uh, put his house up for uh, a mortgage that he had to almost declare bankruptcy, I think it said. And then it got, it made the movie, it got the movie to be made. And then he even played a part in the movie with no, no speaking role. Yeah, he financed Um, it for sure. Yeah, he financed the whole thing by like literally almost going into bankruptcy. They talk about it in interviews, John Cleese and. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. My dog. I heard heard recently the interview with the uh, Disney people that someone had found in an archive where the animators are talking the in the jungle book those fucking birds that all look like the beatles yeah yeah i don't start that again the beatles were supposed to do the voices they were already contracted and at the last like them so that and at the last yeah and at the last minute they pulled out because their manager didn't think it was a good idea for them so that could have had louis prima and the fucking beatles and phil harris yeah, dude. Wow. I don't know. As someone who's never really given a rat's ass about the Beatles, should I watch this or no? Yeah, totally. Yeah. You should watch it if you just give a fuck about like watching four dudes like actually hit a lick. Like it's, yeah, who who just write fucking songs that you definitely have heard. So you know what I mean? so do you it's know the song? Insane. You know the song by the Ramones, fifty third and third. No, no, um, the KKK took my baby away. Oh yeah, yeah. Totally. That's about, about the Beatles. Joey wrote that song because Johnny stole Joey's girlfriend. And married her. Um, it's about Linda. And no, not yeah, I think her name was Linda also. His brother? No, uh, well, they're not brothers, but they were bandmates. Yeah, they just used the remote. And yeah, Johnny. But but two uh, of them are brothers, right? No. I thought two of them were related. Uh they're not blood brothers, but there's a peripheral guy. Uh Joey Ramone has a brother. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, he would like manage Ramone. and fill in or something. He was a tech for them, but he can fill in if if ever needed. Um yeah, so anyway, that's what that song's about. That Johnny stole Joey's girlfriend. That's fucking crazy. People yeah, got and, no they, shame. and that was early on in their career. So they stayed as a band for decades, uh, just out of spite. Well, shit, look at Fleetwood Mac. More about love for the band. Like that was that well, was the band. Yeah. I mean, and when you watch these guys, you get it. Like, they don't get along anymore. You can tell, really. Like, they're just different people at this point in their lives in their mid-20s. But when they start fucking, I, I, like, they have their moments. They have these moments. You know, that's what makes me sad, too, is when you would see the moments of friendship and and when like you were saying when they're getting ready to jam and they have that that spark of creativity and they are like little kids again like teenagers and yeah they um, start fucking it makes you so sad because you know what's coming around the corner that they are breaking up and lennon's gonna get killed and not right away he doesn't get killed right away there's a lot of good albums put out but it's like he he doesn't get killed for like 14 years but right 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 yeah, yeah, but I think yeah, Ringo hired that guy to kill him. No. Oh, Ringo! <laughs> well, I don't know. He's probably Ringo. get him as a guest. He, he's like, hey. I'm your Huckleberry. What's Ringo's <laughs> thoughts on all of this? Oh, Ringo, Joe, man. Ringo had to sign off on it too, though. Like they both didn't want this out. I mean, well, this makes me wonder, Yoko, if she's alive, was she? Did she have a big part in this? She is alive. No, she she didn't have any part and in it. She, she has said, no say. 
She thinks that the director, uh, who's the director? I, Mike Dana. Peter, Peter, Peter Jackson. Jackson. Mike Dana. Peter Jackson. <laughs> he uh, is showing that she was not the reason that they broke up. Oh, she really, 100%. In that, she doesn't look they, like it. Once Linda candid- comes in, she more looks like the, the reason, kind of to me. She's the real Yoko. Yeah, no, I don't know if she's Yoko. Neither one of but- them really is. It's more George. But yeah. uh, and John, it's John in general, right? It's but it's not oh, like yeah. he was being problematic or argumentative. It's just that he started doing his own shit. And tends his to own same shit. as George. George had twenty yeah. songs he wrote and he wanted to put out a fucking album. He's like, and, hey, I want this to be in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two one day. There's a really sad scene though where McCartney's not there. <laughs> McCartney's not in the room, and oh, Le- and Lennon and Harrison talk. They have the talk where he says, "I have twenty songs," and at this rate. So I think we should split off and do our own things, man. And Lennon's like, yeah, that's cool. But then like, we'd be your band. And then, and then after that, we do another Beatles album and they both agree, but Paul doesn't know about this agreement and literally didn't know about it till they just went through the footage. And when Peter Jackson like screened it for him, he asked like, what'd you think about that? And Paul, I guess, got like emotional and was like, I I really wish I would have known about that conversation then. But if he would have signed off on the fucking documentary back then and not been so precious with their personal life, he would have seen it in the crucial moments to use it. So, yeah. like, there's that extra guilt he's carrying of, like, oh, I wanted to keep this a secret that we got in a fight. Now I never knew that there was a real solution and half my friends yeah. are dead. Yeah, that sucks. But, yeah, John proposes, like, we'd and be so your band. He. And that would be dope if they each did solo projects where the other fucking three people behind them were the Beatles. I Dude, when I was a awesome. kid, when I was a kid after Van, uh, Sammy Hagar joined Van Halen, I think it was after, might have been after the second album, but might have been after the first album. He contractually owed Warner Brothers a solo album. So Van Halen yeah. just recorded it with him. And I remember when it came out, I was like, it's a fucking Van Halen album. It's just called Sammy Hagar. And I was so excited. And I went and got it. You know, as a kid, I got, to, it was a cassette over the yeah. liner notes. So I could look at every song and see that Eddie was on guitar, Michael Anthony on bass, you know, Alex yeah. on drums. And there was a couple songs maybe that they weren't, but it was essentially a Van Halen album. And I just was like, this is so flipping cool. And so that would have been amazing. And amazing. It's rad. Yeah. And it would have just been like, hey, we'll do the three of us will do whatever you tell us to do unless you ask for help and we'll play your shit. So yeah. if you want to do a whole album of while, while my guitar gently weeps, let's fucking rip it, dude. But we're going to call that- it George. George Harrison. No, that was Jimmy Harrison. Harrison. No. George Harrison wrote it's George it. Harrison. Yeah. The most cool he, version out there is Prince playing the solo at George Harrison's tribute. Yeah. Flipping amazing. Yeah. Um, I you know, if you do go back, I'm pretty sure I also on like the traveling me, Wilbur. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. That was real Fuck fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tweeter and the monkey man. Which like is also funny because he makes fun of Dylan in the documentary like two or three times. They all make fun of Dylan in the second episode and start singing like him, and it's fucking hilarious. Man, get back. It's John Lennon <laughs> fucking crouching down to do the voice. Get back. Get back. Man, I might knock the other two out tonight. Or they're pretty long. They are, they're almost what an hour each or a little over an hour each, maybe. Two and a half hours each. East. Oh shit! That's right. Okay, fuck. So maybe one tonight. That's what one I mean, tomorrow. and it and it is tedious because there's no, especially the first episode where it's kind of like starting to happen. It's like I I was getting forty five minutes in and just being like I I've got to watch something else that engages my brain past feeling like somebody in a room trying to feel out a fucking friendship. Yeah, you feel like you're watching a breakup and it's just so awkward. You just want to get the hell out. You're like I gotta leave this party. This sucks. But then but there's that split just, second where all of a sudden they start laughing and just grabbing instruments. <laughs> yeah. 
they bring out food and drugs and booze and like, oh, well, oh. I, I guess I'll stay. That toast that bad is party. so thin. The toast they eat is like fucking yeah, man. like a cigarette thick. Like Melba toast or something? No, it's it's no, it's just toast that they're eating with tea and they or do eat a lot of tea and marmalade. Toast. It's so funny. I mean, it's just British British customs. They order lunch one day, and uh, Ringo's lunch order is mashed potatoes. And the <laughs> the quickness with which Paul and John start talking shit to him is hilarious. No, Richie, no. Stupid. Yeah, and when they're serious, they call him Richard or Richie. Why? Because that's his fucking name. Oh, his name's not Ringo. No, nobody named their kid Ringo. No, it's like in the fucking forties, Yeah, who is, is his no. name? Richard Starkey is his yeah, name. Yeah, Richard Starkey. Yeah, so he went oh. by Ringo Star. But so, like, when they're serious, yeah, when they're serious with them, they call. So it's just like, Rich, don't order that. Rich, oh, Richard. No. <laughs> Not <laughs> again, like, Richard. Right, and he just up, makes a, he's mugging to the camera like, I know what I do. I fucking here, told bro. you boys to call me Ringo. I'll fucking cut you <laughs> up. <the wagon. laughs> nah, right. He doesn't care. He comes in one morning and they start playing rag to Paul, like very first thing, like before they take their coats off, start playing ragtime on the piano together. And he's calling him Richard the whole time because he's having that much fun. Like he's just the not matter serious. He's just so much in the moment at their 14 again. Yeah, it's worth a watch. Everyone. Matt, where were you going to? I was asking who here has seen Ghostbusters. Well, yeah, I was going to try. I was just speaking of two and a half hours. I've seen it. I just, and I watched it in an actual theater. Same here. Uh, first time I've seen been to a movie theater in fuck, two years or so. So hell yeah. Ghostbusters afterlife. I, I saw it in Trinidad at the new theater there. The Tri-Peaks. It was great. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give an inside character a uh, little nod here. I'm going to give it six thumbs up. Six. That's a nod to a character in the movie. So. The new Slimer thing, yeah, that was the only controversial thing for me. Muncher? Was old, 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 yeah, Muncher, the old Slimer was not in the movie or is not in the movie. Um, I feel like found- should have been seen, but didn't necessarily need to be yeah. a strong focal point. Yeah, that would have been. Uh, I, I, I do respect the reason why uh, Jason Reitman said, you know, this place, this story takes place in Oklahoma. Oklahoma has their own ghosts. Uh, Slimer takes place in New York City. It was, you know, it's just a different yeah. thing. Uh, which was, I was like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Uh, I agree. Yeah, why would Slimer go to Oklahoma when he could stay in New York City? I'll, I'll so. tell you, if you like the original movie, you'll love this movie. I can love this movie, yeah. and it is just it. I, I, it was handled so nicely, and and it is everything I felt the the last movie should have been. Yes, it could have been amazing if it was. Uh, yeah, we could have done this. What was it? Two thousand sixteen from the I last. I teared came up. Out? I teared up multiple <laughs> times at the end, near the end. Same, very exact same, Matt. I literally got on the edge of my seat. Yeah, uh, a couple times, and Daniel. Because we had we were in the big recliners, obviously, and Daniel would he didn't understand why I was doing that. He's a little kid. He would, he'd like grab my arm and like, "What are you doing?" You know what I mean? And I was just like, "Dude, I'm, I'm having a moment, bro." Shut the fuck up! Knock the popcorn everywhere. Shut up! Handle your son. <laughs> I'm trying to have a fucking moment. <laughs> a moment. I light up the cigarette. I'm, I'm smoking the e-cigarette there in the theater. Like, like, nah, no, it was no, but seriously, good, man, okay? I was just I felt like guys, a little kid again. Oh, did man. you guys stay for both cr- post-credit scenes? Uh go ahead, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. We stayed. We shouldn't spoil it though. I don't want to are they the, awesome? The cool they are awesome. Uh they're yes, they are awesome. Yes, I read, they are awesome. I read an I read an interview with Reitman that implies that fucking Vigo is gonna be in the next movie in some way. That'd I be interesting. That, I saw that headline. 
Well, the first one is more fun than awesome, but you, you have to have it. And the second one is definitely the setup for what is coming. I think more of um, definitely leaves it open to like, okay, the Ghostbusters are back. The franchise is going to be back. <clears throat> Possible multiple things, but they could be setting up uh, multiple lanes here. You know, they, they uh, are a, a I, new movie for the kids, a new movie with the old guys one more time. Um, things like that kind of implied that when they did their late night stint of like, now we've now we've got a launching point. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm sure he is. I'm sure he does. <laughs> He needs it. He wants Man, it bad. I, I cannot express how much you know. I loved it. And and I do feel I should see it again so I could try to be a little bit more objective about it, knowing what's sure. happening. But I thought everything was handled so well. Like the yeah. kid, the kid doing it and 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 the brother doing his thing. Whoa, dude, there's kids the doing it. Well <laughs> almost. Maybe um, <laughs> what is he? What's the line, Matt? <laughs> you were a bit humpy. <laughs> Paul Rudd. There's one. There's one Paul thing Rudd's that bugged me. There's one. One thing, Matt, and well, I don't. I don't know. This is. I don't think this is really a spoiler. Okay. They never Just do ad- it. Well, they never address who. <laughs> who Egon's lady that he had a daughter with is. It's definitely not. Uh, it's implied. Who? I mean, who else could it be? Well, no, no, because the, the, the daughter does not not know her mom. She just doesn't know her dad. She knows oh. who her mom is. So she meets, uh, what is the secretary's uh, name? Oh, that's uh, right. That, that's I love right. that bitch. She plays the grandma on Young Sheldon and she Pop. fucking Yeah, she's rocks. awesome. Uh, she Annie Potts. Yeah, Annie man. Potts, she, yeah. Trading. She was, uh, what do you want? Yeah. she. So she meets her uh, at the beginning and then um, she's at the end and that's it's right. never brought up. So that's it's right. not her. So it's just to me how odd Egon was with women and how they paint him in this movie as a complete loner, a complete weirdo. And even the old Ghostbusters, are, everyone hated him. Um, and Annie Potts was his only real love. Like, how do you just like, what was the moment where he had a, a, a child? Who was he, it with? He, he fucked probably, he probably got with like a fan and was, it was you're cool probably right. While, and then they got, and the fan was like, you, yeah, we don't want you around this and guy. He had, yeah. to, he had to go. Well, yeah. You know why he had to go. He, it was his mission. He knew that. Yeah. The oh, you guys are going to love it. I'm going to go see it again right now as we're talking about it. I'm just like, holy it's, shit. It's pretty solid. I, I will yeah. definitely agree. I think I'm going tomorrow night with Carlos. Excellent. Yeah, you guys are going to love it. Yeah, go to the so tri In the gr- grand scheme of things, is it better than the original? No, but it's a, it's a, it's a perfect I'm gonna. I can't throw the number of years in right off the top of my head, but it's a perfect sequel for the number of years that have gone by. Generationally, you know what I mean. Everybody who worked on the old one objectively says it's it's better than the original. And I, I'm in the. I'm yeah. I was gonna say I'm in the same boat as you guys. That original one was such a big fucking movie when we were kids that yeah. It'd be it doesn't hold. Yeah. It's It'd different, be, but it, this is definitely more of a family a movie. Film. Yeah. Well, in the story, the story in the old one's flimsy as fuck. Yeah. Right. It's fucking flimsy. It right, would right. be like if that came out now, like if a sci-fi movie came out now and was that flimsy, we would right. trash it. That's the cool thing about this movie, though. They do answer some questions as to yeah. why the this and that happens why this is there that's what i liked at the very end you get these and i remember going like elbow and oh that's oh god you know just kind of to myself but doing it out loud like that's why oh god this makes sense so it was a perfect tie-in to like yeah i don't want to spoil it but you know just stuff it's pretty cool yeah i'm stoked um one cool thing and it's she's got an uncredited role but gozer is played by uh uh god what's her name uh she's in the x-men movies uh, Psylocke. Olivia Munn? Olivia Munn. 
Yeah, it's an oh, uncredited really? role, but yeah, she's Gozer, flat top. Huh. Nice. It was fun. Oh yeah, it was fun. The kids were cool. The sidekick kid was was fun. I, I did your kids I, I enjoy, enjoy it? it. They loved it. Yeah, they yeah. they really enjoyed it. They've never seen and they, the original. Oh, so they haven't. So they have no point of Daniel's seen both one really? and two. Yeah, I just thought you, I know. Did you put him through number two? He wanted to watch. I don't. He didn't really. I think he was kind of squirmy and yeah. just that's how you squirmy. Fuck but gets CPS called on you. Man. He liked it. No, he liked. He just kind of watched. He just it's the Ghostbusters. He loves ghosts and Halloween. His whole life he has though. So I'm he just, just loves it. Nah, I, that one isn't no Ghostbusters 2 was like one of the first things I saw as a kid at home because I was like still when I wasn't going to the theater. Sorry, a can lot. you hear my dog? Sorry. Yeah, but it's okay. But uh that was like one of the she first sequels I saw on video where I was like, that's not as good as the first one. Like I wasn't I, like mad, it wasn't terrible, but even as a kid, I was like, yeah. nah, that didn't right. that wasn't the same feeling at all. Yeah, well, I mean that's I, the one where they drive the fucking Statue of Liberty like a big car. Yeah. Right. To Jackie Wilson. Um, your love is lifting me higher. I think as a kid, I just liked it because it was a sequel. And I don't, I think as I got older, once I realized how much they didn't like it, it made me be like, oh man, I guess it does suck. Because once, you know, you got older, you heard so much about how they hated making it and how the script got changed. And it just made me kind of look back and then like, oh God, you can see how much fun they're not having making it when you hear all that. Murray makes no words on in the interview saying he hated making this one too. Yeah, well, he kind of seems like that guy now. He just is going to yeah, always. Well, and, <laughs> and, and he was like, back in the day, the fucking refrigerators we had to carry were so heavy and now they're lighter, but we're older. Right. Yeah. And, okay, and he, Bill. And he was like, it was still just long fucking days. Yeah, but he was, mm. he was saying in the 80s, they had like 85 pound packs on their backs for fucking yeah. 14 hour days. That's the price for fame. What'd you call them? Refrigerators? Mm. Yeah, that's what he said they were and I accurate agreed. So I think I wonder if back in the day they were using like a uh, refrigerator innards. That's funny. As oh, it's for the proton packs. Yeah, yeah. it's just with oh, the, great, and the so refrigerator good. lines taken off and then flipped around as a backpack. Mm. Yeah, I can't wait for you to see it, Jake, and just and get on the chat with us and tell us how much you enjoyed it. Yeah, I, you're gonna love it. There's almost no way though it'll top Bill Murray being an asshole for 18 minutes to Dan Aykroyd on the Seth Meyers show because it was beautiful. It was like watching like recently. Yeah, it was like watching Sam and Nathan in their 70s. Like, it was beautiful. It was watching two people who absolutely loved each other, and one of them's a little rascal, and he just talked shit. He made he made them dance with the roots on the first episode, but they were, like, pretty cordial with each other on Jimmy Fallon. But then when they went on Seth Meyers, God damn, Bill Murray is fucking with Dan Aykroyd. Like, he's Bugs Bunny and Aykroyd's on were fud. It's beautiful. He keeps like cutting him off, saying he talks too much, apologizing to Seth Meyers for Dan Aykroyd, telling Dan he's wrong. It's beautiful. Yeah. So you watch Hawkeye, uh, huh, Mitch? Nope. Wait, who watched Hawkeye? Me and Jeff? I I said wow. I was going to, and then I just watched F is for Family instead. <laughs> Sorry, I did watch it. I was on a I had to take a little break there. Yeah, I have watched the first few episodes of Hawkeye. And I absolutely dude, love it. it's so good. That chick, Haley Steinfeld, is a badass. And the opening, the way they tied it all together, I mean, I saw it coming as soon as they say those lines about things don't fall from the sky. Right. But this is but, is that directly from the 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 Matt? What's his name, Matt? No, fraction. not at all, dude. The Matt oh, fraction, okay. the Matt Fraction one, she gets sexually abused. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then loses the mom instead of the dad. Yeah. And then but the, this... the, the kind of opening scrawl artwork is from that, right? The kind of how they. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And okay. everything else is pretty much from that, give or take 
making it fit, you know, but yeah. the, the, the way they incorporated it into the MCU makes the character better. Like it's, it's, it's a better thing to see that little girl have that moment of just like yeah. shock and fucking awe. And dude, have you seen the side-by-side of the footage? Of, I no, I haven't. Side of that opening scene. Yeah, dude. Someone if you watch the side by Twitter, because there's always someone complaining on Twitter that there's some sort of error in it. Oh God, Fuck them! It's 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 second to second perfect. But you know that scene in the Avengers when Jeremy Renner shoots that fucking guy on the jet ski in the air, the Sicarian or whatever, out of the, the fucking what were they called? The, sh- the Shatari. Shatari. But he shoots that Shatari out of the sky and he's on top of that roof and you see him line a couple other shots up and then he fires the fucking thing and swings in through the building. Yeah, grappling hooks. Yeah, that scene is him saving Kate Bishop's life. That one that's on the fucking speeder bike thing Yeah, is, is going to get her ass. So all of a sudden in the last second, this thing blows up in front of her and then she watches Jeremy Renner fucking nail a couple yeah, other yeah, shots yeah. and fucking and do the thing. But, but when you play them over each other, they're... <laughs> Beat for beat the same. Yeah, I need to look that up. Yeah, that is it's cool. It's not according it's to Twitter. Fuck Twitter. I've watched the footage. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you guys, there's a there's a little spark on the left hand corner. Well, um, no, I think technically the vehicle that the thing is on looks a little different between the two videos. Fired. But who the fuck cares? But like the, giving her that moment where she sees this dude with no superpowers who's just a bad mamma jamma save her life and that's what makes her want to be a badass is a cooler story yeah and she is than perfect her, than her having her own shit happen in her life and then she wants to be like hawkeye yeah they and they even they even say like the, the role was always hers the minute she walked in they were just like waiting for her and she walked in they're like yep here's kate bishop she's here and yeah, they were just like you don't even have to read like it's your role like boom. she fucking rocks yeah, she's great. And Renner and his kids are great. Oh, can I ask this real quick? Has the girl from Freaks and Geeks always been his wife throughout? Yeah. Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini. Yeah, Linda Cardellini. Yeah, yeah. I love Linda Cardellini. Linda. Velma. She's, been the, she's been his wife yeah. in Endgame and everything. She's great as Velma. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't know if they switched actresses one time or anything like that. No. It's cool. been her whole Love girl. that. Nice. Yeah. And uh and then you and see And I love that the, it feels it feels it has I'm sorry, it has a excuse me, it has a real diehard feel to it of the whole I gotta get home by Christmas because I promised my kids. Yeah. I love a- that aspect of it, of that you know he's gonna get his ass so handed to him by everyone who's coming. Echo, Kingpin, whoever, Daredevil, Echo's you might even him. Yeah. So it's gonna be so funny. And you know he's gonna get there right on Christmas, like plane trains and automobiles, or like I said, die hard and be there right at the last moment. You know, the band-aids all over his face. And <laughs> I don't I don't think I don't think Echo I think once they get in contact with Echo, she's gonna not be a problem. I don't know a lot about her. So I don't she's kind of my like mystery. I don't really know Echo. She's a deaf. Uh, she's the girl at the end of this episode too. Yeah, I just don't know, like history-wise, in Marvel comics, I don't oh, remember her from Daredevil. And yeah, that's because like that. she's been around for like four years. Oh, okay, okay. I thought she was kind of older. Relatively new character, huh? Yeah, I know, like no, her yeah. something. Her father it's an, was it's, killed. It's by another Fisk. fraction character. Yeah. Oh, okay, her dad was killed by Fisk, but he makes it look like Daredevil did it. Is kind of what I read yeah. online. Yeah, and she's a full-on fucking like punisher ass anti-hero vigilante 
So what's but, her power? Like daredevils, but with her ears, kind of? Kind of, sort of. I haven't read enough about it to be really clear on what her powers are. But I know, like, right now she's running the tracksuit mafia, they call it, in the show. Right, right. Oh, okay. The Russian okay. mob. So, so she's the leader. Ah. Yeah, remember they go and see her at the end of episode two. That's right. Okay, okay. So that's her. And she's getting her own show that's already been announced before. Yeah, that's crazy. Hawkeye even they got rushing ahead with a lot of this. It's- which I think is so crazy. So I don't think that she's going to make it very far into being a villain before they set up her own show. I think the villains are going to be much, much bigger. I mean, we have, we still, well, we seen, have Elena. Yeah. We have, yeah, Black we Widow still haven't coming. seen, yeah, Black Widow yet. And she's definitely coming. Uh, so yeah, it's, ahead. there's, there's a bunch of shit left to happen. And well, Kingpin, depending on how much of the books they end up using. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think Kingpin's in the first six issue run. Okay. I thought he was going to be in, there was a leak the other day about him maybe being episode four. Cause someone, one of the writers is like, well, when we get to episode five, he's already it, come well, out and said just, that's uh, not true though. And okay. Vin, and Vincent D'Onofrio is not the kind of guy to deny shit. That's true. He'd just yeah. be quiet. Um, one interesting- Andrew Garfield it? No, he, he, he has he has not addressed rumors that he might be in that movie, but he did address the rumor that he was in this show. So that like that's the kind of guy he is. That that implies that he might be in the fucking Spider. They might movie. say his name, but yeah, he may not physically be in it. I mean, I mm. so well, I, I found a cool article interesting. Not that they had a lot to say, but there's a moment in Hawkeye where they show <laughs> Avengers Tower. And uh, can we talk about this? I don't want to spoil it for you guys. Yeah, Mitch, talk about right? it. Okay, so uh, she says to Clint, I don't know if they show it or they talk about it. She says to Clint, can't we just go to Avengers Tower? And he's like, Tony sold it. Years ago. So Yeah, years ago. So it's about, the, the article is about the top five, you know, prospects of now who owns it. Uh, and I'll just Baxter. real corp. The Baxter uh, could, building. Baxter building, Oscorp, uh, the Kingpin himself. Ooh. aim was one and Ooh. then uh and uh then what was tony's cleanup crew was kind of the one damage the last control? one damage yeah. control but if it was damage yeah. control then tony wouldn't have sold it uh sold it because he owned damage control right it's well the, the government building they're just not in it yet that's what i'm hoping or if they are in it they're just fucking scientists right now and they're nobodies until yeah. whatever happens happens but oscorp could be a big one too i mean oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. i, I hope so, i hope you're the, right the, I hope you're right. The Oscorp building is established already, I think. Not Mm. in the MCU. We've seen a sign. We've seen the the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, there's Oscorp in in the universe. It's just not Harry or anybody. And they use the same logo from one of the other two Spider-Man universes, which is strange. Um, Yeah. That'll get addressed. But and then at least that they're doing another Spider-Man trilogy. But I already I've had to read comic book solicits for fucking February already. Yeah. And they start spoiling shit. Like I'm not reading it before the fucking movie comes out. So I know things about what's gonna be in Spider-Man now that upset oh, me no. deeply. One of one of the things like pissed me off. Like I threw the previews magazine across the fucking store. Pissed you Spider-Man. off because you hate it or pissed you off because I, I love it, but what a surprised. surprise in the theater that would have been, man. Oh, well, you know uh, this is coming in a theater or this is something they're doing in the comic no, book the, line the solicit for the comic coming. book was like after his appearance in the movie oh, oh. Yeah. dr xavier oh shit. no it's better you you guys would all be doing jumping jacks and excited like i was stoked right after i got mad i was like yeah 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 punisher is it the sixth Dead member Daredevil. of the sinister six because we don't have we don't know who the sixth member is yet <laughs> mitch got it 
What do you say? Well, I'm not going to talk. Well, I kind of knew that was coming. I'll listen to it. I mean, I, but I, I, we don't know in what capacity. <laughs> we don't know if Charlie's just uh, showing up as an attorney. Oh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andrew, Man. Andrew Garfield is for sure in the movie, right? They yeah, actually, are. That, that hasn't been officially spoiled in any capacity yet. But promotional shit went out last week with uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man suit on it. They're all in it. Uh, They're all you know what? It. I think we I'm going to say this. I think Andrew Garfield's my favorite Spider-Man. Whoa. I, he, might, he, he might well, be my favorite well, in the me. suit. Well. I think he's... I think he's a piss poor fucking Peter Parker. Oh yeah, he's, he's my favorite cool. Spider-Man. Yeah, he's way too fucking cool. I brought this up, and now I'm glad Mitch is coming to my side. Yeah, and I don't. I'm not saying to Peter Parker. He's my favorite Spider-Man for sure. Yeah, um, I don't that know. scene with that first scene where he gets the guy in the car, stealing the car, and the wet. I was like, that's Spider-Man. Like that yeah. is Spider-Man. Oh no, small knives. My only weakness. My <laughs> only weakness. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. Oh, I was like, <laughs> yeah, Spidey dude. Also, I think you could take the opening act uh, or the opening scene the web slinging from amazing spider-man 2 and also the where he's watching gwen's speech all the way through the end where he fights the rhino it'd be like the perfect fucking spider-man short film yeah yeah Paul but you're Giamatti. right jay he's he's just too he's just i don't he's just not the right he's peter too, parker he's too fucking smooth man you're, you're yeah. he's supposed to he's supposed to be like that in the suit which tom holland doesn't have all the way down yet i'll kind of give you he yeah. has it He's starting to talk shit. It starts out with him being more like, oh, man, what's going on? Oh, and I missed the stock. I don't know. Me, like, me story, man. <laughs> but then, it, you know, like with him and Doctor Strange, where he accidentally says the funny line. But I think I think we're getting three more movies with him. That Sony exec said it. In fucking okay. Public. And then Sony, the like three hours later, was like, no, we're not. We're not sure about that yet. Well, then she think... came back and said, yes, the lady. Uh, what's her name? Pascal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she's like, yeah, we are. Um, this brings up something that, that I kind of a weird thing. So I think he is like getting kind of typecast, not typecast, but just I don't think he has a lot of range as an actor. And I'll say this because when I saw Ghostbusters, one of the previews was for Uncharted. Mm. And he it is literally I'm like, why am I watching Peter Parker going on an Indiana Jones adventure? It's literally he's literally That's what like the game that. is. Yeah. Well, and that Mitch, he's the same voice that Mitch just did. Golly Willikers, there's gold in this ship over here, boys. You know, it's yeah. just like, oh my, and he can't, he, he's supposed to be this like, he's not an adult because in the movie, Mark Wahlberg is more the like, he played a murderer season. on Apple TV this year that like got a shitload of acclaim. I know. But I think I think when he's doing an action, anything action where he's jumping and running and like yelling and it's just it's Peter Parker. I just think it's Peter Parker. And you when you see the trailer, watch the trailer. I don't know. I think you watch him like run and jump and stab. He's literally running and jumping and and like grabbing ropes and swinging. And then, yeah, yeah, Peter Parker. Like, it's I don't know. I don't know. I like the guy. I'm not. He just seems it's he's he became famous as a huge role. And now it's like forever the rest of your life, you're going to be, I just going to see you as that person. Kind of, I don't know. I don't know. I, I started that murder thing you were talking about and he's okay in it. But to me, I'm like, man, Peter Parker's a silent jerk right now. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I've That's, always contended that Nathan Fillion should have been Nathan Drake, but, uh, yeah, I, he should have been you know? a lot of things. You know what I mean? Yeah, fuck that yeah. dude. I like Nathan Fillion. Yeah. I just, I always thought that he was the perfect person to play Nathan Drake. Hmm. Yeah. What I'm wondering in this movie is, is Mark Wahlberg the original Nathan Drake? And that he no, looks like Sully. the Nathan Drake from the movie. Oh, he's Sully. Okay, yeah, he I've, Sully. I played the first two. It's been a while. What show? Rad Games, by the way. 
it's a video game, Uncharted. Oh, right. And they're it's fun like, as hell. If you've never played, it's one. like uh, Indiana Jones, but a little bit more modern. Yeah, it's, totally. It's yeah. kind of the they took Tomb Raider and put a male spin on it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, that is what it is. And like, like a buddy. it was for dudes who were just like, I played Tomb Raider, man. Girl, <laughs> or for that like dudes who are like, I shouldn't play Tomb Raider because everyone assumes I'm beating off to it, right? Like Why can't you stand up, bro? They leaned into that polyagonal tits as a sweet band name. <laughs> I just think about that line from King of the Hill where Hank's complaining about Bobby. He's like, He was playing this Tomb Raider game where. He was a girl. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what Uncharted was created for. Oh shit! That's created for Hank Hill and his for all the Hank Hills in the world. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I don't play. Unfortunately, I don't play video games. I wish I could. I mean, there's a lot of things I wish I did. And like you know, it's so when you said it earlier, it's like, oh, Mitch, you said no. I I haven't seen that. I'd rather just watch an episode of whatever show it was. The other night, I was like, oh, I should watch something. So I watched a Twilight Zone episode from... Mitch still watched something new, season. Grandpa. <laughs> I've been re-watching Seinfeld on Netflix. No, no, I'm just I joking. I re-watch re old shit, too. I was just joking. What's the Twilight Zone one that you watched, Matt? Was it the one where it's like, no, that's not fair. There was time now. There was time now. Ah, uh, Burgess Meredith. We talked about that episode, and and we also talked about the the Eye of the Beholder episode, which is a classic. Is that uh, the but no, those one. That's yes. Pink we watched Ghost? we watched um, the one about a Nazi that goes back to Dachau and uh, goes on, yeah, and has to like encounter the people that he killed. Ooh, man. Oh man, I remember that one. That's yeah, <laughs> it's it brutal. But I was like, yeah, let's watch it. Feel good about ourselves. I watched one over at Reese's house the other day. It was uh, the Howling Man, mm -hmm. where it's like right. the devil was locked behind the bar Ooh. or behind the door. Yeah. You remember that one? No, I don't. Oh man, it's haunting. The howl that the, oh, man. the guy does. <laughs> haunting. <laughs> it's kind of like that, but not as it's like oh, that's how fuck that dude. That's that's dirty. Can't be doing yeah, shit scary like that. And then the guy's like, You keep the devil locked behind this door, but there's only one like stick guard like as the latch and he was like but he, it's a magic stick you can't let him out you know he can't get past it and then the guy lifts it up and the devil gets out whoa spoilers spoilers <laughs> great spoilers. now i won't watch it now i know what happens my these bad are, these are things that happen in the twilight these are the Don't days forget. i know i know these are the days of our life the days of our life. i love that that skit these I'm, are the days of our lives. Um. Oh. Well. What else? What else? I, I'm still watching Doom Patrol. I'm not through it. I'm. In, I'm savoring it. I'm enjoying it with like leftovers. I have the last episode left. Left. I just haven't watched it for some reason. Uh, I'm up to the one where uh, Rita is now known as Bendy, and yep. she, she went back in time to and and works for the the bureau. Yeah, and join the sisterhood of. Dada. Dada. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it's kind of fun. Cliff's going through some kind of crisis. <laughs> I, I I dig the show. I think it's I think it's fun. Shit. I love it. It's so good. I don't know why I haven't. I think I haven't finished it because when I finish it, then it's over for a year. Yeah. Right. But then like Matt I like Titans. I like are gonna come watch. back. Oh. I know. I already I already watched all through Titans though. That shit was rocking. 
It was I need to jump back in on that. It was good. I got I through the purgatory episodes, and I'm pretty sure. And I'm you, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're you're right. The finish line. You heard about the yeah. Dead Boys, right, Matt? The Dead Boys. Yeah. The show yeah. got their own show. Greenlit. Yeah, they got their own show, but they recast everyone. Oh, because just like, like what the, they did for Doom, Doom, Patrol. The Doom Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> What, I, no, Brendan Fraser was Robot yeah, Man he, in the Titans, right? The only... he, he, no, him and Bendy. Him and uh, Rita. 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 Everyone else was different. Larry was different for sure. Jane, I don't remember. I don't. I was going to say Jane might have been the same, but I don't think so. I, or Jane wasn't there. I don't think she oh, was in She the, wasn't uh, there. Yeah. But Timothy yeah. Dalton wasn't there. It was a different guy playing Niles Calder. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're correct. Yeah. It was. Uh, but those boys former... were much better in the role than the former were as the Doom Patrol. Like, I would have liked to have seen those boys play the, the characters. Yeah. I thought they did a really good job. Uh, I thought yeah. they were believable. And and I I don't know. I remember the characters when I read the comics, for the Sandman comics. So I was super excited. I was like, wait a minute. I think these are those two guys. Yeah. And then when they talk about death, it's like, oh, that's interesting. Hear that experience. So yeah, I don't know. What are you watching, Mitch? Because you're, you're you're keeping uh, quiet about all these shows. Oh, uh, I started watching the final season of uh, Bill Burr's F is for Family. Oh yeah, F is for Family. Is that good? It's good. Um, it's a fucking I, classic. It's great. I'm so pissed that there's only eight episodes, so I'm trying to savor it because the other episodes, other seasons have ten. I hope this season ends happy. That's the kind it's of show where, like, to. I know, but <laughs> some seasons they end and you're just like, I'm just, like, not going to leave the house tomorrow. Jesus fucking Christ. F is for um, family. Is Vin Diesel in it? No. So, mm, F is for family. You want, you want a Corona? You want a Corona? <laughs> Rock, my little brother. You need to be in Fast 10. <laughs> um, but no, I, it's it's a great voice cast. It's Bill Burr, Laura Dern, Sam Rockwell's in it. Oh, nice. I like, I like his Kevin voice. Kevin Michael Richardson's in it. Uh, David Koechner. Um, it, it's great. But I'm I'm worried that it's the shortened season. And also, I've seen some people complaining on Twitter already how the series finale didn't wrap <laughs> everything up. So everyone's like, well, this is fucking bullshit. Might not even well. Shouldn't when do they ever? Fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, that new Dexter is pretty good, though. I couldn't uh. make it through the old Dexter. Yeah, yeah I never Jake, finished. Jake's jerking off because he loves Dexter so much. No, I fucking hate Dexter. Uh, I watched that new South Park COVID special. That Same. was pretty good. Uh, Post-COVID fuck. was awesome. Yeah, it's I've pretty great. Seen, I've seen all the clips, but I don't have Paramount fucking plus. It's 99 cents a month for two months if you sign up through Amazon. Oh, but I don't have Amazon. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> you, my friend, have a problem. But you could probably yep. get a free month or a two-week trial. Or I, I, think, could, yeah, uh, I think it's free 60 days, actually. I could sail the high seas, boy, and get it from the Swedish Pirate Bay. No, no. You uh, just sign up for 60-day trial and set a Google Calendar reminder to keep yeah, it. And then you can watch and you can watch that. uh, 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 God damn it, man. I'm never going to go normal activity. No, no activity, no activity. The the cop show, the comedy cop show. That's very, very, very fucking funny with Amy Sedaris and uh, 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 the ladies, man. What's his fucking name? Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows, thank you. Yeah, that's nice. It's Tim Meadows, J- uh, Jason. Uh, Statham. No, Siegel. stop it. No. Sudeikis. 
Today. No. Uh, Pie fucker? Attenborough. No. Pillow fucker. Voorhees. <laughs> That's very, very good, Jeff. I like that answer. Even though it's wrong. Uh, God, dude, I'm Vanderby. too high. No, he's foamy. He's a oh. swarthy guy. He plays uh, Adrian Pimento on Brooklyn Nine Nine. He plays the cousin on uh, the League. Oh, Manzukas. Um, Manzukas. Jason Manzukas. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, fucking Sudeikis threw me right off of being able to ever think of Manzukis once once I was lost. Uh, but it's yeah, it's Sudeikis, Sudeikis. Will Ferrell's in, in, in the first season as one of the criminal stepdads who's even a worse criminal. Uh, it's great, but it's every episode you're watching the perspective of two cops in a cop car, then the people at the dispatch, and then the criminals inside of the stakeout. And you're watching like each one's like a separate thing, kind of like a teleplay. And it's fucking hysterical. The last season was claymation because of the shutdown. But other than that, I really like it. Mm. What's your favorite Will Ferrell role? Step Brothers. That's my favorite movie of his, I think. That's my favorite role of his. Yeah, uh, he he fucking him and John C. Riley as grown ass eleven year old boys is it's the best amazing it's I fucking agree. amazing I agree the the fucking Catalina wine mixer fucking, fucking Catalina, Catalina wine mixer <laughs> I love it I um, I didn't mean to ask you you like avocados come <laughs> 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 well, quick wanted to be a dinosaur not more than anything in the something's world. happening <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. It was uh, Agatha all along. That's what was fucking happening. It was Agatha all along. Holy yeah, cow. Dude. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of Will Ferrell, I was the other day I was like, I'm gonna bash my fucking head through a brick wall because I got that earworm. Have you seen that viral video of Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell? No. I don't know. Uh, it's Ryan Reynolds being like, I could be blue, I could be brown, I could be violet sky, I could be purple, I could be hurtful, I could be anything you like. And then fucking he keeps singing that in different voices. <laughs> and then Will Ferrell comes out of nowhere with a super high falsetto and it, it's been stuck in my fucking head. Nice. I'm going to have to but look that's this not up. My, that's not my favorite Will Ferrell thing. Um, I don't know, man. I kind of want to say uh, Buddy. Buddy the Elf. The twirly, whirly gumdrops. Weep, you Jesus. You fluffy-headed yeah. ninny muggins. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Oh, yeah, God, Ricky Tal- Bobby. Sweet Tal- little Tal- baby Nights Jesus. Talladega Nights is good. <laughs> Six pounds, like eight Fra- ounce, baby Jesus. Frank the Tank? I mean, shit. Uh, I, I like to picture Jesus like uh, with big old angel wings coming down like Stevie Nicks. He's wearing like a tuxedo <laughs> t-shirt. He's, I saw he's old. serious, but he's kind of there to party. I saw <laughs> old school in the theater like four times. Because this is old before you were able to too. download Yeah, it. yeah. That movie rocks. Oh, my goodness. Frank the Tank. Dude, Your boy, Blue. He's amazing and everything, but I'd watch Step Brothers like every night for the rest of my life if, if I, I had agree. to choose one film. Like I it's would, so fucking. It makes me laugh every time. I would. Completely did you know there's agree. a post credit scene? Because I did not know that until it was on Netflix. Really? There's really? a post credit scene where they go back to the school where those kids made them lick shit. Oh, and they dance or something. With and them? they no, they beat the fuck out of those kids, and it's hysterical. <laughs> They do that it's, in the movie, it, don't they? No, it's a post-credit scene, man, and it's like a With the helicopter. Movie. Oh, the helicopter lands and uh, and they get they out come, like Prestige Worldwide, and they and get they're out, like and they beat up the kids. slow motion, kicking all the kids yes. in the face. I saw yeah. it. Yeah, I had never <laughs> seen that till it was on Netflix, and it made oh. like 
I was playing it and it was just, I was letting it go. Cause I was standing up to do other shit, started like doing something in my room. And then all of a sudden it was like, wait, what's this? And the, Oh God, I died laughing. It was such a little treat. Is there anything better than a previously undiscovered post credit scene? Not when it's John C. Riley and Will Ferrell beating the shit out of fourth graders. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty solid scene. Is it better God. than the Jay and silent Bob? Like how many people want to kick some ass? from jay and silent bob it's about the same but it was more satisfying due to the nature of like it had been hiding from me for 12 years 15 years all right all right so it'd be like if that scene appeared to me for the first time in a jay and silent bob movie i'd known that long i should watch jay and silent bob uh return or whatever the fuck it was called reboot yeah was it good yeah it's good you don't sound so it was good it's not like the best movie of all time but it's a good movie. All right. Between best movie ever and worst movie ever, what would you give it? The middle, very middling. Middling. That's not towards, an option. <laughs> middling towards funny. Mitch <laughs> sounds like he's asking Jake if the body's buried. Mitch, Jake's like, yeah, it's good. We're good. It's good. <laughs> Mitch is like, no, it's no. good. It's not an option. Where's I need to know body? where's the fucking body. Where's yeah, the fucking Jake's body? Like, yeah, we're, we're good. Funny. We're good. We're like good. Funny like a Reader fucking clown. Funny. Hey, where's the body? Yeah. Yeah. We're good. It's all good. <laughs> it is all good. I'll take. Oh, just makes me. I don't. Anyway, I don't even know. I brought it up. That's all right. We're at the end anyway. Yeah. All, all right. That was solid. I need to watch some shit. I'm going to fucking set a goal for myself. Hit monkey. Yeah. Oh, everyone watch. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I'm going to try to get a, was good. I'm going to create a pass or a new email so I can get Hulu for free just so I can watch it. Do it, motherfucker. It's the yeah, best yeah. thing Marvel has I done know. since I've heard people like, talk Daredevil about it season far. three. Ooh. Yeah. It's um, fucking insane. And, and the show is great. And then like halfway through, it's a whole different thing. And then Are there any characters better. in it outside? Because I don't Dude, know anything silver, about Hitmonkey. Silver fucking samurais in it. Okay, uh, cool. Kingpin's in it. It's Kingpin's introduction into the new Marvel universe. Uh, Is he played by D'Onofrio? I haven't got that far. No, yet. it's it's a it's a cartoon image of him at the place where the monkey gets his suit. All right, all right, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I uh, I really liked that. I was surprised that Sudeikis was not like a AI. He's like an actual fucking ghost. After dude, this. it's, it's uh, fucking it's crazy. Is the ghost in the comic book because when I read up about him, monkey doesn't no. mention. Okay, okay, cool. No, it's a storytelling device because in the comic book you can like see what the monkey's thinking to himself, even right. though you know he can't communicate. Oh right, okay. But yeah. in, but in the show, there's nothing to like tell you what's going. So it gives the monkey a foil to be like and like grunt towards and against. So it yeah, gives the whole. But honestly, it's in a Jamiroquai video right now. It's yeah, this is my house. It, but honestly, it's way better than. Uh, <laughs> it's way better than the way they go about it in the book. It's another one where the fix, like, actually polished it up better to be a better story yeah, device. The book nice. should have had a ghost. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I'm gonna try that shit. Yeah, I liked it, man. Me and Jake, uh, what we were talking in the in the chat, down with horse and sword, up with monkey and gun. Yeah, dude, dude, monkey, monkey and gun. Uh, That's a whole genre I want more of now. This character (laughs) needs, like, if Hit Monkey doesn't come out in the MCU, fuck Kevin Feige, fuck him in his red hot ass. I want an MCU monkey in a suit with guns. I want they do Howard the Duck, they can do it. Yeah, man. I want no, but I want him to be like on a team, like not just in a background. I want it to be like, and him fucking 
shooting people. Dark and, Avengers. And, and, Hawkeye, and Hawkeye being like, calm the fuck down, man. And him being like, and like showing his teeth. Yeah. Pretty gory, too. They pushed that old lady into a bandsaw and cut her in the fucking half uh, vertically or horizontally. Dude. She gets fucking Thanos in what if, you know? That old fish bitch knows what she did. <laughs> I don't know, man. I uh, I really I really dug the first couple episodes. Who do you think would uh, be a better hitman or killer, I guess? Punisher versus Hitmon. Fucking Hitmonkey, dude. You haven't even gotten no. to the real shit yet. You've you've got like halfway through the season. He's still learning how to be a hit monkey. By the end of the season, it's like, fuck, dude, this guy's like an Omega level mutant. It's great. Whoa. He fucks up. They fuck up Silver Samurai. What? Yeah, man, that's a Wolverine level villain. Yeah, he kills Deadpool in the comic. I mean, not kills, but he pretty fucks much. Him up. Yeah, he doesn't realize that Deadpool doesn't die. Right, he fucks him up really bad. Yeah, he fucks yeah, him up he, real bad. Yeah, dude, well, he, he's he, he, he shoots him a bunch. Face. He doesn't. He doesn't know he's undead. Oh. Yeah, he just he rips off his face and genitals, and Deadpool's like, "Oh, come <laughs> on, I need that." The fuck, <laughs> dude. It's like, oh, I want it bad. I want to see a hit monkey and Spider Man, like both both wanting to oh. do very different things about how to handle a situation. <laughs> oh man, hit monkey! <laughs> and the guy, oh, and the guy geez. who plays the monkey, John Tatiacori or whatever his name is, that dude. Sure. Thank you. That dude better win a fucking Emmy because it is an amazing performance where all he has at his disposal is grunts. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's a really, it's a different. Uh, uh, he's he plays the hulk in like avengers earth's mightiest heroes he uh, avengers assemble oh, nice. he plays uh damon baird in the gears of war series so to him just to be grunting and, and actually communicating effectively as a fucking monkey yeah hats off to you good job yeah Fred. yeah he does a lot yeah yeah, yeah. well i want to know what Let's, other i want to know what our listeners listen which uh will ferrell movie they prefer i sent out a couple of tweets while we were recording asking people and uh the the crowds have spoken that they want us to keep the intro nice tell nice. marcelo we we appreciate it they like yeah. me. <laughs> i've i've lost all access to the instagram and the twitter so if someone can send me the, the yeah login, i can do that I be great it. i got you. um thanks brat happy yeah. six oils it's yeah. been yeah great onward and upward we'll keep going keep on doing it uh for all the fucking tens of listeners we get every fucking episode <laughs> uh yeah man we're not in this for the fucking glory Flame. Flame. we're in this fucking like it so motherfuckers to send us in night uh but like i want all these i want us you guys to email us about happy six years uh, i want you to like and rate us on fucking itunes and spotify and maybe we can get a geek fuel box send us some fucking oh. nudes um <laughs> yeah dump them out <laughs> yeah dump them out send in fan art i like fan whatever i mean marcelo you're gonna have a lot of stuff to draw and take, um, take donation at broadcast <laughs> But uh, you can send that to broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter at broadcastgeeks or on Instagram at broadcast underscore geeks. Follow the podcast on Podbean, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts and rate us up on that motherfucker. And, uh, but until then, we'll uh, leave you with, as always, Excelsior!